I'm forgetting a light, but who cares? I'll probably turn it on right now. Just stop. Welcome back to another episode of the PO3 Podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. What's up? And I'm Victor Jr. And I got to do something. Bye. Hold it down, brother. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hold, it down. Hold it down. Make it ground. So today's episode is on all about Marcus Marks and how no, he went for… Oh. Go ahead. Finish. Oh. <laughs> what are you going to say? And how he went from zero… No. To hero. To hero. <laughs> What's up, man? How you how doing? Much? I'm doing really good. I feel good. Even though I worked last night. Worked all night. How was that? What time did you get back? 5 a.m. Oh, that's late. Damn. That's super late, dude. Yeah, but you know, I enjoy doing it. And you know, there's not that many uh, rideshare drivers out there right now because of, of COVID. But what I've been doing is before a passenger comes into the car, I spray Lysol up inside the car. Of course, I continue to wear my masks, uh, my mask, and I have uh, hand sanitizer there for the passengers, my own. And then as soon as they leave, boom, again, Lysol inside the car again. You got to just be safe. And Yeah, that's a good protocol. And they're making you uh, wear a mask, huh? Like- yes, you have to wear a mask. But I, I have a pack of extra masks for them too. Are there idiots that try to get in with that one? There's some people There's always say, one. you know what, I just forgot my mask. Or, hey, can I go run and get my mask real quick? And… And some run and get their mask. I don't care if they run and get their mask. Uh-huh. But if they don't have one, I have some. Oh, well, that's cool. So, yeah. I have some medical grade ones. So, that's good. You probably meet a lot of interesting… I know. Because I used to drive Uber. And uh, I met a lot of weird people. Like, But like… A lot of cool people as well. Dude, I could write a book. On all the people you <laughs> met? And every, all the experiences. Just not just the people. The experiences itself. You know. Right? It's, it's just so crazy. But… I got this one dude one time. I picked him up. And… Uh, he was getting groceries or something. And like… He just threw all his shit. Like he didn't fucking like… Uh, <laughs> like organize or anything. He just threw all his bags in there. And then he like… He was trying to like pop the trunk. But he wasn't saying nothing. He didn't make eye contact with me or anything like that. He tried popping the trunk. I was like… You need to put that in there? And he didn't say nothing. And I was like… Are you, do you need to put that in there? And he was just like… Fuck. I'm gonna get stabbed dude. <laughs> so I was like… I popped the trunk for him. And the whole way… The whole way back… Like it was like a… A two-mile ride. Luckily, it was short. And a I was long, trying to, Yeah, it was a long two-mile two I was ride. trying to converse with him like for a, a, like a minute. And then I realized like he's not going to say anything. So I was like, whatever. Yeah, you can got, tell. I got to his destination and then he just got out, got his shit. But he wasn't like upset or anything. He was just… uh, I think he was like a little slow. But um, I didn't figure that out until the end because… I don't know. He just like… He was kind of like fidgeting in the bag and stuff. And I was like… I was just keeping an eye on him because I wasn't sure, you know. But yeah, <laughs> like I have a lot of stories like that too. Because I, I, I tried to like only drive during, you know, uh, like midday and then into the evening. And then I didn't really go past that. Just because I know like all of the characters that you get after that time. Yeah, and I don't want no one throwing up in my car. Yeah, no. I've I've had… The other night I had a, a woman I picked up and she was… She was throwing, I have throw up bags though available for the passengers. Just in case. There's a know. fee though, huh? Yes, if they do get anything on the inside of the car. Of course, your night's over because it's a biohazard. You have to have it all cleaned up. And then uh, the passenger gets billed for that cleaning. So it could be up to $300, $350, I think it is. Oh, wow. That's, that's the, a lot of money. Yeah, just… Yeah. What if that's not on their car? Then what's going to happen? What if they don't have 350 bucks? I don't know what happens after that. Right? Yeah. Do they have to pay that? Because they're not going to pay that. Collections or something. They're Why never are you collections for? Just delete just your app. Just have to up and live. 
Or what if they just delete the app and then just, you know, you never hear from them? Well, again. they have your credit card information. So. Yeah, but what if you put like a, a, a different type of… Like a prepaid card on there? Oh, I don't know. That's what I would do. I don't know you. Well, first of all, because… Fucking I, I do that anyway. Like, anyway, like I <laughs> use the second like card. I only use the main one. You know, I have a prepaid already with like cash on it. Are you I, paranoid? Like about… Well, yeah. I mean, look at all the this, this shit that happens. Like, I've had my information stolen before, you know. And it's not fun. Like, you know. So I'd rather just like… If they're going to take some money… It's only going to be like 150 bucks. Like go ahead and take it. Like if you're going to take it… You're yeah. not going to get to my stash, you know. Just just to be… Yeah, just to be safe. Um, I'm, I'm tired today, man. I'm really tired. I don't Why? know. What, I don't, what's wrong? What, what I don't know. did you do? Did you work out last night or yesterday? No, I didn't work out. I haven't worked out in a while. It's been a long time since I worked out. But I don't know. I just… I feel like my depression's like coming… I, I'm… I know the signs already. I've been through this a million times. I can feel it creeping up. And it's, it usually starts with like low energy… You know, yeah. it's just I ne- yeah I feel lethargic today, and I feel like unmotivated, and I'm pretty like <sighs> tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I, I still Are get up. And, I still gotta get up and like force myself to do stuff though, because otherwise I'll like lay in the bed, and I don't like laying in the bed. That's like I got over that a long time ago. You know, it, even like it makes it it makes your day go by. It's worse. Like, no, it makes it way worse physically like, and everything. Nasty, yeah, physically like I, so when that when that shit starts to happen i i'll get up and do stuff you know like i'll, I'll get my day started and i'll create work for myself and uh you know c- complete every task you know it doesn't always happen but most of the time i try to get every task completed that way my mind stays busy and then you know the more busy i am i can just kind of get through the day and then you know cuz sometimes the next day it's gone you know do you feel drained or tired because your mind's like moving at 100 miles an hour as well right that's now? probably where the crash comes from yeah and then like it tri- it'll trigger it and stuff so like uh, especially with the podcast, cause my mind's always going a million miles an hour trying to think of different things and then like creating stuff and like your mind just never stops, you know. I fixate over it for a while and then eventually like I'll crash and stuff and then it'll hit me. And then on top of the uh the low energy, it's just like I, I do want to lay there, but I can't, you know. I'm just yeah. like I just yeah, I'm 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 making it worse. That's what I'm doing. But um Either way though, this I'm glad that we have this platform right here because it's really it's it's helping me out a lot. And it's uh, I'm noticing that from the small amount of people that we've already reached so far, it's helping them too as well. I can tell, you know, because I get people calling me and talking about how certain things that we're saying and talking about is resonating with them because uh, they that's stuff that they go through and they were unaware that they even had those issues and they really thought that there was nothing wrong with them. I remember somebody called me and they were like, dude, I didn't I didn't understand that this what was wrong with me. Like I didn't even know I had this problem. He's all I just thought it was normal my whole life. I was like, nah, dude, that's exactly what it is, you know. It's O C D or whatever you're uh going yeah. through, you know. So it's 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 real important that we, you know. And that's the that's the key, and that's the that's that makes me feel very, 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 very happy and excited that I, I wanna celebrate that because that's that's what our goal is. For people who may not know or who do not understand and, and still continue to have that stigma on mental health, they don't, it's because there's, they don't understand what's going on with themselves or the other person. And, and that's what our purpose is, is just speaking about what we live with and, and not coming from a, fre- a professional, educated type, but just coming straight, straight up from our experience, our own life experience and living with mental health issues and our everyday life. And I'm really, really, Glad that it, that somebody was able uh, to recognize and actually accept the fact that this is something that's going on in themselves, and that's that's a great step in their own life. You know? And the more people that you know watch it, the more people we're gonna get reaching out to us, you know, telling their stories and how they didn't even understand what was wrong with them until they had it heard it explained to them. I think that was one of the, like 
verbatim, you know. He said, I didn't understand it until I heard it from somebody else. Yeah. Which is the same thing for me. Like, sometimes I can't recognize my own flaws unless I see them in somebody else. You know, so if somebody else has like similar similar character defects as me or something going on and I see it in them, it'll help me recognize it in myself. You yeah, know, that's, it's almost that's like looking into part. a mirror. That's all about that's all about the growth. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all personal growth because you're able to recognize what's going on. And I think the timing was correct too, because I think I don't I wouldn't have been ready to do anything like this a few years ago, you know, not even close. I wouldn't even like, because, you know, one of the things we talked about was we don't want to talk about it, you know, for the longest yeah. time. We just want to keep it to ourselves. When I'm I'm noticing now that, like, by helping other people, it's helping me, you know. Oh, yeah. And just having this conversation amongst, just even like we said before, even if, if only one person was listening to the podcast, whether it was just ourselves or even just our moms, you know, at least this is a type of therapy for us, for each other. And it's working. And this is awesome. So yeah, because like it's it. it's therapy for me. Because as we speak right now, I can feel myself trying to fight the depression, and like I can feel like it, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of forcing myself to think about things because if I don't, I'm just gonna sit here like this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, nothing will get said, you know. But I have to force myself to constantly try and carry the conversation for myself, you know, because when you when you start developing the symptoms of depression, uh, you you get really quiet, you know. It's mm-hmm. not just uh, you know. Literally, you know, you stop talking, but mentally, it just kind of everything. Have you ate today? Everything dims, and no, I haven't eaten. Yeah, I don't eat either. Yeah, I hate eating in the morning. There you go. I hate eating. But I, n- I never do that. I wake up in the morning, and just like the sight of food disgusts me. Like, I don't like it. There's something you're about it. Feeling, yeah, you're feeling down. Well, where's that coming from? Like, do you, do you, can you maybe not necessarily just pinpoint exactly where it's coming from, but can you kind of see the direction of what area of your life? in your 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 personal life and and body of where that depression is coming from without saying it but if you could uh at least you know dig deep a little bit and search for where that may be coming from and 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 look at the situation and and see face that situation and say to yourself okay what can i do whether it's a baby step to move forward into the next stage of of utilizing that depression for a leap up, like we were discussing the last uh, podcast. Well, here's the thing: uh, in the in a case of ADHD or bipolar, um, th- th- it's very different. You know what's going to trigger your depression, and mm-hmm. ADHD since those two um, illnesses overlap, it's kind of hard to decipher which is which. You know, so I've become pretty good at deciphering. You know, and stepping back and taking a look at like, all right, is this uh, depression depression circumstantial or is it out of the blue and something that's out of my control? And in this case, this uh, particular case, it's just out of the blue. It's just out of my control, and there's nothing in particular that's you know causing or triggering my depression. It's just something that's going to happen. You know, it's just out of my hands, and I kind of just got to wait it out and uh, practice those. Uh, those um you know the therapy that you know helps me get through the day so like um doing the things that are opposite of what i would normally do when i'm depressed you know if i'm say, if i'm noticing that i'm kind of being a you know if i'm in bed too long or i can't get out of bed or uh, i'm avoiding you know you know just personal hygiene or stuff like that then i'll i'll notice it and then i'll go do those things you stanky yeah you have to but so yeah um i do the opposite of them and that's how i kind of treat it you know and uh, make it a little bit. It dampers the depression. And it kind of, in some cases, it prevents it from going full blown. You know, because it, the more you play into it, the deeper it gets. You know. Yeah, so, of course. But definitely. but with like someone with ADHD, 
uh, that type of depression is more or less uh, a trigger. And it's the same thing with bipolar as well, but with ADHD, because with ADHD, I have it uh, pretty bad. And I had it as a kid and all through school and stuff. And they wanted to medicate me, but my mom said, no, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to put them on stimulants and freaking, yeah. you know, methamphetamine pills, <laughs> pharmaceutical methamphetamine when you're a child, you know, because yeah. those are the years of your life where you're developing and it's crucial to your development that you just, uh, you know, you have as many natural, you know, uh, you don't want any like foreign chemicals in your in your brain other than what you're already producing, you know, because it's yeah, going right. to affect your growth. Um, but uh, so ADHD, it's more uh, circumstantial depression. So like something that would trigger it, you know, and that's usually what causes it. And those are uh, preventable causes, you know. You can if you if you if you learn how to recognize it. Uh, same for me, like what I said earlier. You can uh, you can you can kind of prevent it from happening. But what, uh, you know, versus bipolar or something like that. It's kind of just out of your hands. You kind of just got to deal with it, you know. But um, I was reading a, a article and um, it says that kids with ADHD, there's like a three-year time lapse of uh, brain growth, growth for them. So like the amount of time that it takes for their brain to catch up with somebody who's exactly their ages is about three years. So there's yeah. a three-year gap. And that makes sense for me because I got held back in the fourth grade, you know. I, I wasn't able to to go past that because of, you know, my ADHD and stuff like that. Um, and I always felt like I was uh, further behind kids. And I've always… And I know I started noticing it later in my life that I was a late bloomer. And uh, so they say you don't really come out of that until like 16 years old, you know. So… Um, and that… I, which I didn't even know, you know. I had no idea that there was a time lag on that for ADHD for whatever the reason Yeah, is. I didn't know that. Yeah, so… I'm gonna look, I'll did, look it up right now. No, but did you ever at one time start to think, okay, so… This depression is starting to come. I'm just asking, you know, just for myself. Because I know that when… And I, I, I remember we were talking about this a few episodes ago on the podcast about when the depression starts to come up or build up within yourself. For me, I believe it, it's, you know, stuff that's happening. Stuff that's currently happening, happening. Or maybe there's too much happening in my life and I'm just feeling so overwhelmed that I will actually get depressed because I feel like I can't handle it. And it's a bunch of shit that I have to handle, that I have to complete, that I have to have done. And I just feel useless to myself because I feel like I, I can't complete it. So there's different ways that depression for myself comes up. And that's why I was just trying to… That's one of the, the differences. Uh, that's, that's one of the symptoms of ADHD as well. But it's… Depression is like a, such an overlapping overlapping symptom that presents itself in a lot of mental illnesses. Like, of course, like schizophrenia, depression is a huge one. Bipolar depression is huge. ADHD depression is huge. You know, OCD will cause, you know, depression and stuff. So it's like, it's kind of like a universal symptom of all those, those, um, those illnesses. But you have to recognize what's causing it, first of all. And is it circumstantial, you know? Because if it's, if it's circumstantial, then that's, like I said, that's something that you can pull yourself out of. And you can kind of just get over it at, to a certain extent, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, uh, course. but if it's more, if it's, um, what is it like a uh, clinical depression or something like that? Uh, what is it? Chronic depression? Manic depression? Um, no, there's a, there's a term for it. It's a uh, clinically de yeah, clinically depressed, clinically right? Depressed. If you're clinically uh -huh. depressed, then you have to get medicated for it, you know, because that's just something where they need to balance out and give you more serotonin and stuff like that. Um, what was I gonna say? Here's one. You were gonna read an article or something that you yeah. So found. I was I was looking yeah. at a uh, stuff about ADHD and stuff because I wanted to go. Uh, more into that because it does overlap with bipolar and stuff like that. 
And uh, there's a thing called schema therapy. So ba- basically schema is just… Just put it this way. It's a way… Uh, it's a framework on how you see yourself. How you view yourself, you know. And uh, so like uh, an example like uh, one schema would be… Um, you feel defective and then inadequate in all levels. Which can make you hypersensitive to like criticism or rejection or anything like that. So that's a form of schema. That's a way that you, you know, you view yourself. So you feel like you're not good enough, you know. Just complete inadequacy. Uh, throughout the board, you know, on all levels. Like anything you do, you just feel inadequate. Yeah, those are those feelings that like I can't complete. I cannot, you know, I, I can't accomplish. I can't achieve. Those are all that, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I but when I heard that one, that one really resonated with me a lot. Because I was like, oh yeah, right here, you know. And then, or you're insecure around people. And you're always in a state of like comparing yourself to others. Which I had a huge problem with that growing up, you know. And that's where a lot of the insecurities… Uh, that I was talking about that that probably comes from why I would leave parties without saying goodbye, you know, and I would yeah. just leave and I'd have like social awkwardness and anxiety. And a lot of that, you know, is there's different forms of that that type right there because you could be, you know, just by the way somebody looks and you could feel bad about yourself because they look so much, you feel that they look so much better than you or their life and their work life is, uh, or their career is off to a great, amazing start better than yours. Or everything's better about them. Their car's better. Their home's better. Their family's better. Their life's better. And then social media, especially nowadays, because back then, yeah, it was a thing, but it still existed. But now it's even more so because now people are comparing them, themselves to unrealistic, um, you know, features that people are presenting on in, like Instagram or Facebook because yeah. of the filters and stuff, you know? So it's like unreal and they're… They're so young that they don't understand that that's not something that, you know, is attainable. You know, it's just something that is… It's uh, it's just a figment of your… Like, it's completely fake. Like, it, yeah. it's not real. You know, you can't… You can never get to that, you know, unless… Well, you can, but it, it's just… It's not real at the time. And you have to embrace the fact that where you're at is where you're at. And you can go up. You know, you just got to strive for it. And you may not no, ever I make mean, it. I mean, but... physically though, like a lot of those features that those filters are creating are just like really unattainable. Oh, yeah. without, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, Like it's yeah, just yeah. Like, like something that you should not compare yourself to, you know? Yeah, It's like right. completely unrealistic, you know? And, they have a lot too. And with social media, like I said, it's amplifying that and making kids feel even worse now, you know? Because now the suicide rates are up even further oh, now. Oh, yeah. Especially with quarantine and all that stuff. Like, that's all kids had to do was be on their phones, you know. They were afraid the freaking uh, towers were gonna the the networks were gonna crash because so many people were on social media, you know. Yeah. And then so like another schema would be a sense of failure or that you you often feel inept, you know, like you're stupid or lacking talent. And for me that was huge too because growing up I often felt that you know I felt inept and I felt like I was stupid, you know, because my report cards and my behavior and the way that I was able to retain information confirmed that for me, you know. And it, and it made me feel like I was stupid for my whole life, dude. I believe that shit, you know. And still yeah, well, today, it's 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 a deep rooted belief. It's because it's an experience that you had, you held on to that experience, so you stuck to that belief for the rest of your life. Yeah, and for then, most of your life. And but now at least you're recognizing it, though, right? Yeah. Well, now I mean, the more research I do and stuff, like I'm yeah. starting to to see that this is all stuff that they create therapy for this type of stuff, you know. And this actual, you know, for ADHD, it's called schema therapy. You know, so uh, basically, it's kind of like going into the therapy the way it works. You have obviously have to go see a psychiatrist or psychologist or clinician to actual to get actual therapy for it. But it's kind of along the same uh, premise as what I was discussing before about the depression. Is if I recognize that you know the depression is coming on, my normal thought pattern would to be would be to be just to stay in bed, right? 
and avoid my hygiene and, you know, avoid doing tasks that I need to get done throughout the day, you know, my mental checklist. So a way that they treat that is do the opposite of it, you know, retrain your brain to, uh, to learn how to just pull yourself out of get that when it happens. Go. Yeah, so that's kind of how the therapy works. There's an author, um, she has a show too, her name is uh, Mel Robbins. And she has this book called The Five Second Rule. Uh, it's 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 pretty awesome. She I have that too. Like when I like uh like say I'm cooking or something like that, and like I drop a piece of chicken or something. But it's oh still, yeah, it's still yeah, it's still good. <laughs> 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 That's probably not what she was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, her five second rule is uh not just about dropping your food, but it's just dropping your fucking your your depression out that door. It's her her five second rule. Is that when you're laying in bed and you're contemplating, what am I going to do? Am I going to get up? Or as soon as the alarm rings, you have five seconds. You have five seconds. Can we push to it to 10, it to, please? No, five seconds. You have to say, okay, within five seconds, you have to make a decision to either get up or stay. Because any longer than five seconds, you're going to actually stay in bed. And you're going to stay there. And you're going to stay there. And there's a study to where… The first time you wake up in the morning, which is usually around between 4 and 8 a.m., those are the best times for creativity. So as soon as you wake up at those times, wake up and stay up because that's when your creative, your, your, your mind is most creative. And if you go back to sleep, you actually end up feeling worse instead of just getting up and staying up. If you go back to sleep, you feel worse after about seven or eight o'clock in the morning because there's something that happens to the body. It's weird. You got to no, look it's, it up on, it's true on though because Google or something. It, yeah, Google that if you're interested, you know. Yeah. Um, but the same thing goes for me, you know. That's why I don't take naps during the day because I've noticed over oh. the years that if I nap, it just makes me feel like shit, you know, even further. Hell you know, yeah. I'll feel drowsy and stuff and it'll, it'll just make me like, okay, I don't get it. I'm tired, but I don't want to lay down because it hurts, you know. So what the yeah. fuck? I just kind of, I kind of ruined it, you know. And then the rest of your day is all groggy and you versus feel like if, shit. Yeah, versus if I would have just stayed up and pushed through it, then I would have been able to sleep better at night, you know. Um, but yeah, and the more I love, my favorite thing to do is I'm an early bird, you know. I like to, uh, when I have the energy, um, if there's things to do, I like to do it like 6.30 in the morning, you know. Do you I, get the worm? The worm? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the early bird gets the worm? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I like to get up at 6.30 in the morning and pour myself a cup of coffee. Especially winter, you know. Right now it's hot. Well, it was hot. So I got stuck on Red Bull. But normally I yeah. like coffee, you know. So I'll get up, uh, go to my computer, my workstation and stuff. And then kind of browse a little bit. And go over my mental checklist. All right, what needs to get done as far as editing and stuff goes like that. Um, coffee is key though because that's the like, first thing I do in the summertime it's iced coffee blended and then you know of course now it's warmer so you got all the spicy shit that's going the thing coffee. that makes me get out of bed is the, the yeah. looking forward to pouring that first cup of coffee yeah. and then feeling that initial jolt from the coffee and that little buzz that you get I love coffee dude yep. that's why I get up because the mood goes perfect I remember the other day I had uh, two podcasts to edit you know and uh, I, I walked out it was about 6.30 and it was pouring I was like Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. It's raining. Because <laughs> I hadn't had coffee in a while. Like yeah. in a year. Because of, you know, it's been so hot, you know. Or however many months. And uh, since last summer. And uh, I was like, hell yeah. So I poured the coffee. I came and sat down. I edited for like 14 hours that day. Nice. Yeah, oh yeah. Just yeah, getting yeah. everything done. And I, I had so much energy though. 
So and I just because of the coffee, you know, and because yeah. of you know, I was feeling a little, I was zooming a little bit. So. <laughs> but yeah, I I love to get things done uh, early in the morning. That was That's a, the most creative part of your your life, you know. Yeah, like, for me, yeah, my create. So yeah, I forgot what, how we started that conversation, but yeah, that's where my creative juices are flowing the most. You know, that's why when I would have uh, sessions and stuff for the the studio recording sessions, I would always want to do them uh, as early as I can do them. You know, oh, yeah. a, a lot of rappers they always like to do, be you know the night their night. Uh, you know, they're nocturnal. You know, by nature and stuff. And for me, I was the complete opposite. I am. Like, all my jobs, most of my jobs, I should say, uh, I've worked nights. I've got off at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I've I always used to work nights. With the airlines, with several different other jobs, too, that I just always work nights. And then, you know, my ride share, I've been doing it at night. It's just used to, But what do you do that's creative that would uh, require you to… Because you said since, you know, the I morning is the best. I do damn thing that's creative. I just You're doing it right now. I sit home, smoke weed, drink beer, put my hands in my pants. He ain't lying. I'm just playing. He ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> now, he cooks a lot. Yeah, I love to cook. Oh, yeah. And then the holidays are coming. So I got… Ba- you're going to bake a lot. Baking a lot. He's going to bake a lot. Yep. No, look. You're going to bake a lot. <laughs> yeah, bake He's a lot bake there, a lot. too. Bake a lot. <laughs> wake and bake, huh? Wake and you bake. You should do a wake and bake podcast. I know, right? <laughs> what you do is you pour your coffee, you hit the bong, and then you just go off on your rant in your oh, morning. It, it'll be like a 15-minute segment. <laughs> How easy would those be to knock out? Shit, those would be hella easy and quick. Have you ever… um? Had, do you have any experience with like uh, having trouble sleeping and stuff? Like insomnia? I did um, until I switched over to like at night all smoking indica. So that indica actually helps me at least get to sleep because that was the initial thing was getting to sleep because my mind was just I had all this mind chatter and everything's just rowdy in my mind everything keeps going and it never it never settles you know you just keep thinking 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 what I could have should have did um so I started to do it that and then it makes you think too if you do smoke an indica and it just makes you basically calm down relax and it it settles your mind to just for myself, I just start to meditate at that time, you know, and I just relax, meditate, and go to sleep. And I've been sleeping very, very well. And I'm actually sleeping less hours. It feels like I'm sleeping less hours because I'm getting up a little bit soon, earlier than what I was. But I think I'm sleeping better through the night instead of just going to bed and then just tossing and turning. I remember when I was growing up, dude, when I, my anxiety was super, super bad. Um, I had a little, a little period, uh, there where I got… Boys don't have periods. <laughs> you always throw my fucking train of thought Sorry. off, dude. <laughs> excuse me, kids. Sorry. <laughs> I excuse… Please excuse his behavior. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm the same fucking way. I do that shit all the time. As soon as I find a bit and I, you know, I don't care if you're in the middle of your conversation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do the joke, you know. I'm going to get you. I don't know when. I'm going to get you. But yeah, I remember when my anxiety was super bad. There was a period of time there where um, I got stuck on sleeping pills because my anxiety was so bad and my thoughts were all over the place to the point where I couldn't fall asleep. So I was staying up for like 24 hours a lot, you know. Uh, And I would lay there and I would try to go to sleep, but my anxiety wouldn't let me. And it wouldn't allow me to close my eyes and just fall asleep, you know. So I don't know where I got these, but uh, Tylenol PMs. Uh, mm-hmm. I tried one of those 
And I think one time it worked, right? So it put me to sleep, you know, and it put me in a deep sleep. Uh, I, I remember just waking up the next day. I was like, oh, shit, that felt like I was knocked out, you know. So the next day you do it and then, you know, it, one week turns into two and the next thing you know, um, now I need two pills to freaking oh, fall asleep. Yeah. And then sure enough, that would work, right? And then two pills turned into three pills. Next thing you know, I need three pills. And then it got to a point where three pills wasn't working anymore. And I, even though I was taking sleeping pills, I would be on three sleeping pills too and I couldn't fall asleep. Damn, Yeah, I was, it was scaring me, dude. I was like, oh shit, there's something… Like something going on here. Like this is not good. You know, I'm on three sleeping pills and I could not fall asleep. I was still awake. That's how bad my anxiety got, dude. I was like, yeah, but you know what, too, bro, is you got used to the the medication. Yeah, too. I built I built up a tolerance for yeah. the freaking sleeping pills, and who knows what that did to my brain at a young age. You know, I have yeah. no idea what how, like as far as development goes. Like that had to have uh, like did something to my brain chemistry to yeah, throw it off weird. a little bit. You know. And even today, like, I can notice, like, with my depression coming on, I'm not able to think as clear. Like, it's hard for me to, like, recall certain words or, like, form certain sentences. You know, I feel like I'm, like, really having a hard time right now trying to, to like, to, like, say it clear and concise, you know? I feel like I'm having a hard time with it, though, dude. It's, like, super cloudy today. But uh, I, wonder, I really wonder, like, if that affected me. As a, as a child, maybe you could look it up and see if like do sleeping pills um, affect develop. Pills. Yeah, do Tylenol sleeping pills affect adolescence, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I'm interested to know because I got hooked on them. You know. Well, yeah, of course, dude. That's crazy. Cause what what's in those anyways? Oh shit, I don't know. Whatever makes you fall asleep. Uh, probably like freaking uh sheep. Sheep. They probably put sheep in there. Oh yeah. Are those the things you count? You got to count them. Yeah. I wonder how it is for a kid with ADD or OCD. Uh, you know, if he counts sheep, how many does he got to count? He's got to count like over and over and over again. <laughs> Stupid ass sheep. I wonder how many sheep he has to count. Is it sheep or sheep? And then you start thinking like, damn, did I count them right? <laughs> then you got to start over and count then you the gotta sheep. Start over. Yeah. I used to have that. I remember I had this job one time, right? And uh, the whole job, all we had to do, we all we got hired for, I was a temp, right? And it was just a bunch of temps, and all we got hired for was to count components. And I was like, oh, this job is going to drive me so freaking nuts, dude. And it was a warehouse, right? It was a… So, it was an electrical warehouse. And it was for like cameras and all the components. So, like the components are like tiny, bro. They're like super tiny. And there's like millions of them. And you have to count them. You just… We would count all day. And sometimes you count with scales. But most of the time, the scales were down. Or they were used up. So, you had to count manually. You had to like oh, have a pile here and just count them. You're lucky I wasn't your coworker. Why? Because I would fuck you up every day. Why? I'd be like, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> I 10, I would have stabbed you, bro. 48, <laughs> 99. I would have fucked your ass up, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm fucking counting here. I remember one time in that fucking job, oh, somebody shit. came out with a… Comp- I, here's why I got fired from that job. Somebody came out and they needed an order, right? And uh, <laughs> they asked for a certain amount of components and I gave them to her. And I gave him in a bag. She's all, these aren't the ones. Uh, and for whatever reason, that just fucking like… That hit the wrong switch in my head. I was like, alright. These are the wrong ones, right? And I grabbed more and I took them and I fucking threw them at her. <laughs> I threw them all. And they went everywhere, bro. And she went like that. She's all, psycho? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you psycho? I was like, man, fuck you, dude. And then, uh, You're not even a doctor and you diagnosed me. And then how about… <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Bing. How about, and then how about this? The boss calls me in… Uh, or no, yeah. One of the… Like whoever was on the floor managing comes over… And uh, he, he tells me, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And when he turned around, like when he was done talking to me, I started mocking him like I was a baby. 
like me, 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 like, like, fuck. And then the bigger boss called me in. He's all, did you make baby sounds at him? And he started to chuckle. Like, he started laughing because it was hilarious. He was like, oh my God. He's like, I gotta let you go, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, did you throw these components at this fucking girl, dude? I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking idiot. Me up, yeah. She did, though, dude. I don't remember. They look like Cheez Its. I remember, like, the, the components looking like Cheez Its. I just took them That's like, crazy. Them at the wall. What does it say there? For side effects. I was just looking up the side effects in children, but it's just the. Uh, same old thing. Constipation, diarrhea, itching. Signs of an allergic reaction. I remember one rash, of the side effects hives, that I had. Itching, red swollen, blistered, or peeling skin with or without fever. Wheezing, tightness in the chest or throat. Trouble breathing, swallowing, or talking. Unusual hoarseness. Read it like the commercial so I could put in the music and make it sound like it's a commercial. How did I do? They do it hella fast. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it that fast, actually. Let's see. Warning, caution, even though there have been… <laughs> you can't even do it. <laughs> there may be some rare people may have bad and sometimes deadly side effects even when… No, you're, you're, you're too high pitch. You're too high pitch. You got to come down okay. lower. Okay. Warning, caution. Even though this drug may be rare, some… Oh, I'll no. just speed uh, it up. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? Just fucking… Just take it and let us know what happens to your ass. <laughs> Shit. But anyway, <laughs> no, going back to what no, I was… No, don't take nothing that wasn't like… That was just playing around. That was fake. You know? Don't do nothing like that. So another scheme of what I wanted to uh, mention was, you know, the basically the way you view yourself. Uh, before I went on the freaking rant that we were on and the sleeping pills was… Uh, so number three was insufficient self-control. Uh, you can't rely on yourself to accomplish things. You can't tolerate the frustration that comes with waiting on the desired outcome. And you avoid certain duties or responsibilities. Even if it means like severe repercussions, you know. So like even though you have like a task or a deadline that you need to meet, the anxiety and the… Uh, You're like, like fuck it. Yeah, just anticipating it is too much for you to deal with. So you just avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> like, even it. though you're going to get fired or something like that and you have a big whatever presentation to put together or you have this deadline to meet that you need this edited for and you have to make it by, you're like, I'm good. Like, I'll just do it the last minute. <laughs> like, and I, but that's me though. I do that shit all but the time. But it works for some people though. Some people can really work well under pressure like that, under a tight schedule. They, a lot of people, I've, I've heard of some people being able to actually, just within a couple of days, just cut a project out and and just put something together very, very well compared to them having to do it for like two or three weeks. Yeah, so like… It's weird. I wonder why. So all that stuff that, that I was mentioning, right? Like all those schemas and the, the those negative… Um, Did you even hear what I just said? Uh, not really. I know. I could tell. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I, can't, <laughs> I can't multitask. Can you repeat I it? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. Go ahead. That's but that's a, a so like with ADHD right the the problem with kids that try to because exactly what I just did to you I didn't even realize that you were talking to me and I just zoned out and that's one of the things that uh, people may feel like they're they're being rude because they'll because it works the other way too because it feels like you're either cutting them off or you're not paying attention to them at all you know and so one of the thing you know ADHD one of the symptoms is hyper focus so just how I was able to do that with you. Um, for example, like if I'm on the computer or something like that and I'm editing uh, and someone's talking to me, I won't hear you. I'll be hyper-focused on what I'm doing and everything else kind of just doesn't like, exist. Uh -huh, uh -huh. No, for real, dude. Uh -huh. Everything else just doesn't exist except the task that's in front of me, you know. And then… Your fiance is like, babe, can I go buy this like $120, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You ever uh -huh. seen that? Uh, sure. You ever seen Click oh, thank you, honey. with Adam Sandler? 
Yeah. Okay, remember when like he's on autopilot with the remote and stuff? Like that's how it is, you know? He's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like he's just going through the yeah. motions and stuff. And I don't mean to do it, but like at a lot a lot of the times, like I'll I'll freaking like in the middle of you talking, I'm thinking of 20 other things, dude. And then for whatever reason, I just feel like it's okay just to be like, hey, um, so yeah, do do you ever do you ever remember me doing this or something like that? Like I would just completely cut you off. Like I do that shit to my dad all the time. <laughs> I freaking hate it, dude. No, I I have sometimes I get too annoying though because I'm very 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 hi- well you know that I'm very hyper. Uh, sometimes when you're freaking dabbed out, no, <laughs> like nah, you're hello. I can't get through to you when you're high. You're just like a freaking slug, dude. But when you're like more like he he broke his pen, so he doesn't have it today. So <laughs> yeah, that's why he's more coherent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still smoked before I got here though. I smoked oh. in the. Yeah, I in smoked the in the alley. <laughs> smoked in the alley in the back. Um. But also, too, like with ADHD, a lot of the times why they they don't they aren't able to like they 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 test very poorly and stuff and they get held back a lot. People with ADHD is because the information that they're being given they can't retain it, you know. And the same thing goes for me. Like I can I can't retain any information for the most part. Like up to a certain point. Like if you tell me something and you read me a paragraph, I'm not able to just store that in the back of my brain and go to it later and bring it up when I need it, you know. Usually it just disappears like like that. So I'll I'll have to study it like three or four times. In you order have to like remember. an automatic delete in your. It's system. like yeah, it's like control delete all the time, dude. It's like fuck, dude. Like again, like damn, I should have saved that damn file. What was it? That's why I have to write shit down. And like, if it's really really interested to me, interesting to me, then I'll be able to remember it, you know. Yeah. And I'll I'll be able to recall it more or less if it's something boring. And that's why I never did well in school because most of the shit they were teaching us was already boring to begin with. And a lot of that shit, I was like, you know what? My mind is already in another place because I should have been on medication and stuff, but yeah, to, but to help me focus. Yeah, but all I don't like I said that's why I can't remember anything that I ever learned in school. I don't remember any of that shit, so it's really hard for. That's why there's the three year, the three year lag, you know, before they even get to the point where it's kind of like, all right, maybe now you could take in some information. But yeah, for me, it was always super, super hard to like retain anything, and I always did horrible on tests. And I was looking for my report card today. You I know what? Find I did. It. I did horrible on tests too. But you know what though? I knew… Okay, so a few examples. Every time I go and take a test, it sucked because I would get so fucking paranoid about it for some reason. I would just feel the pressure, feel that anxiety, and I couldn't think. And I would always fail a test. I always failed a test. Even going to the DMV when I was getting my trucker's license a while back… I had it taken, taken, and I was like, and the ladies all, and I told her, I said, I know the answer. She's like, okay, I'm going to read you these ones that you missed. She said, what is this? And I told her, okay, got them all right. She's like, you passed. She goes, you're just one of those. She goes, I know that. She goes, my son is like that. Whenever he takes a test, he, he gets, he gets stuck. She goes, you just, you know. Is it because you were second guessing yourself? I don't know what I was doing. I was just for me, like I, for something. me, I second guess every single little thing. Like even though I, like you said, I even though you know the answer, you'd be like, oh shit, because you'll take if that one split second of you going back to you know revise your 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 answer that you came up with is where you're fucking yourself, you know, for me at least. So like yeah. I'll put down uh, a knowing that the question is a, and then I'll think to myself, oh well, wait, what if I gotta look B? at it. Yeah, but if you like studied the material and you're like for sure that you know. You still kind of mind fuck yourself into re- like second guessing it and then convincing yourself that it is B, yeah. you know. And that's for me. That's why I failed a lot of the tests. It's not because I didn't. 
Well, one, I couldn't retain the material. But when I did know it, I second-guessed myself, you know. And then I still got it wrong. So then it gets to a point where I'm just like, I'm just going to guess everything. Because <laughs> what's the point, you know? I'm not going to pass, you know. I had already had that you drilled. Well, in, you might as well take the chances of getting <laughs> guessing and getting something right. That was another thing, too. It was like, what's the, uh, one of the schemas was, um, like, you're already, you're already, you already have this idea in your head that you're going to fail anyways. So you don't even try. It's like, uh, it's… It's it's over before it even starts kind of thing, you know? And for me, the same thing. Like, so when a test would, would come up, I'd just be like, it's just going to be a repeat of last time. So I might as well just fill everything out and <laughs> just get it over yeah. with so I could just sit here and doodle on my binder, you know? <laughs> I was a big doodler. So you finished first? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I'd pretend like I was working though because then they would know that I just guessed the whole thing. Because it would be five minutes into the test on a three a test that should take three hours and I'm like halfway through the freaking thing, you know? Damn. You know when you had to do like the… Uh, what were those? They're not the SATs. They're like the… Uh, what is it called? That one test. Placement test? Yeah, something like… It was a placement test, right? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it's so it's like a placement test. It's just kind of like to measure where you're at and stuff and to see if you, if you can go on and go a little bit further, uh, you know? Well, they're prepping you for it. So you normally take it your senior year. I stopped going my 10th grade year. Oh, yeah. So I didn't See, I even never, get there. I stopped going my… I was, what, fresh sophomore for two months and I stopped. Yeah, so I went… I, well, sophomore is 10th grade, right? Yeah. Freshman, sophomore. Okay, yeah. So, Nine, I, stopped, ten, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I stopped going in my 10th. Um, originally, I was supposed to go on um, home studies, right? And I knew Do I was Do you think just, that would have helped you? Oh, Since, I convinced everyone that it did. Really? So, but I knew that I was just off no? the. No, I didn't do anything. I I didn't have any intention of doing homework. You just didn't want to. Do I just it. didn't want to be in school anymore because I hate. Well, first of all, I was I had so much anxiety, dude, to where like, I was not even there, like mentally. I was mentally checked out the entire time yeah. I was in high school. Like I remember sitting in the freaking classroom just like this, just like, and then the teacher would come over and be like, "What's wrong with you?" But like, I don't know. Like I just. I can't be here. Like, there's something wrong. I need to go home, you know? So I would go home and stuff like that. So, and then, yeah, I just, I don't know, dude. It was just a big blur to me. So that's what I wanted to get on um, home studies and stuff. So I could just be in my own little environment, you know? Yeah. And then as soon as I got it, like, I, I don't know how I convinced my parents to allow me to go on uh, home studies and stuff, but I finally did it. And then all my friends, they had graduated anyway, you know? They were already out of high school. So I didn't really have anybody when they left, you know? So I was like bouncing around from this click to this click and I was like man I don't want to be around anybody really so I'd rather just be at home and stuff where I could play Xbox and whatever you know yeah so as soon as I got all my books and stuff I, I never did no Xbox homework away. um no. yeah I, mean, I guess let me, see, let me see those grades I think my dad probably felt bad for me though because I was so fucked up in my head that like this is the only thing that's kind of like uh, they're like oh giving, fuck like, it they're like ah oh, fuck it we got another kid yeah I'm, and then <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, this one's fucked, but we'll get it ah, on the next one, it. huh? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> if I was a dad, I would think that way. I'd be like, man, fuck this kid already. I'm oh, just kidding. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm uh, just fucking with you. Got another kid. It's all right. We're good. <laughs> I remember, dude, I remember uh, like art was a big thing for me. But, like I would just take my mind off everything. And my anxiety was so bad. or Whatever was triggering me to, to have the episodes of dissociate. Uh, whatever was triggering that. Like, it'd be something as minute as, all right, I remember one time sitting in my room and I was drawing and my mom came in to visit. You know, she was in town or something like that. She came in, but I didn't know she was in the room. She came in and she tapped me on the shoulder like that and it scared me. So when I went like that, I was like, you just ruined my weekend. Because my whole, I knew from that point, my anxiety wasn't going to stop because I didn't know how to stop it. So when it would happen, it was, it was just like, all right, 
whenever it stops, it stops, you know. And sure enough, like for two days and stuff, like my re- my weekend was ruined. I was just in a constant state of panic, dude. Like sweaty palms and like tunnel vision and all that stuff. Like it was that fucking bad, dude. Like, Do you so, still get that way though now? No, hell no. Not anymore? Cause no, you've, well, you've, I haven't had an anxiety attack in like… Oh, that's right. For a while. A long that's fucking right. time. But back then it was to that… It was that bad, you know. Um… I remember fucking like… I was like a horse, dude. Like you had to walk up to it like this. <laughs> you had to walk up to it like this. I'm like, hey, like we don't want him to buck, you know? You wish you were a horse. <laughs> hey, is that sexual? <laughs> no. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, that's just… There's a lot of parents who, who don't know what's going on with their kids. That are going through that right now at this very second. I remember the look in my parents' eyes. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. They were like terrified because they had no idea… What the hell was… Because how are you supposed to know what's in someone's head, man? Yeah. And then a lot of parents are too embarrassed to take their kid to the doctor. Because they don't want their kid to be the one. Not my mom. She wasn't embarrassed to take me. Because she had went through shit like that when she was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know? I come from a background of a lot of mental illness and stuff. So she went through stuff like that. Um, and so she was she was like… Uh, really, really… Like adamant about taking me to the doctor and stuff. Yeah. And she she was like on top of it, but it it affected her the most, you know. I could see that oh, it, yeah. it really hurt her a lot because she's already a very sensitive person, and I think that's where I get it from, you know. A lot of of uh, of her traits I have as well, you know, and I know that's where she gets it from. But and then on top of um, everything that was going on, it just it it just wasn't it wasn't good for her, you know. So, but I don't even I remember going to the doctors and stuff, and then like the therapist. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was like, dude, why am I explaining this shit to you? I don't know who you are. Yeah, like I just started. I totally held back. You know, I didn't know. And then I was always going into the therapist's office with the mind frame of, um, okay, so do you suffer from what I suffer from? And if they would say like no, but they're educated, and I'm, I would just get like irritated because like if you don't live it, then you don't know. You could read anything in a book, uh-huh. but you don't know how it is. You could imagine how it is, but you don't know. The experience unless you've actually walked the shoes. So I had to just convince myself over time that this is just somebody to talk to that I could relate to that they could possibly recommend something that I would either agree with or disagree with and try or, or not try. Are you like correcting them? Like, nah, you're wrong, dude. Like, I think I know what's going on here. Because do you know yourself more than anybody? You know yourself, yeah. And so I would, you know, I would… They they work with you. You know, it's it's your body… It's your mind. It's your soul. It's it's you. This is your your whole temple. So you don't have to do what the doctor wants you to do. You could speak to the doctor about other alternatives that you want because it's it is after all your own body. You know. I uh, I want to know what's going on with you, man. I feel like every fucking episode is about me. <laughs> like I feel like I'm always like expressing my problems to you and everything. And I feel like I never no, ask you how you're doing. No, you know what? Today, I, I'm letting you… I don't know if you know You always do though. You always let because me. Because today, especially today, because you're feeling very depressed. And no, not I don't very. Know, it's just coming on. Well, and I noticed that just by you talking about it, you especially whenever we're doing a podcast and you're talking about… Like before we even started, I could see it in your eyes. I could just see it in your… your Demeanor. Demeanor that something's going on. And then… By the time we're finished with the podcast and I, I look at you and I, I'm letting you vent. And by the end of the podcast, your spirits are lifted up a lot more. Yeah, it helps. It helps. So that's what… That's what I'm just like, yeah. Let, you know, get that shit off your chest, man. But I want to know what's going on with you, you know. I want to know how you're feeling and where you're at mentally and stuff. <clears throat> and if you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I, <was gonna> <laughs> I want to know if you're doing good, man. How are you doing? 
I'm doing good. What's going on in Victor world? Victorville. Victorville, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just um, doing some uh, driving again. All right. Doing well, that. that's another episode of the… No, I was kidding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. My life is not important. It's not important. I got you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Wait, what was I saying? I was just asking how you were. <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to say because I'm just so focused on the joke. <laughs> you were waiting for that one, huh? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I just… Yeah, I didn't intend to do that. I saw an opportunity to jump in and I jumped. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to see Five, four, how three, you, two, one. I, Jinx, you owe me… Uh, no? No. Okay. I just wanted to see how you were doing, man. No, I'm good. Like once… I, like depression-wise or… You know, are you are you in the middle somewhere? Or how do you, how do you feel? Because you're up and down too. Yeah, I'm um I'm doing uh went back to doing some ride churches for right now. Um no, just working on other things. Um taking some classes um from my, my business coach and also um getting some new stuff together and working on another podcast that uh we're getting together. We're gonna start recording this uh next week, actually. So I'll uh, be able to talk about that probably on our next podcast. Um what is it? I kinda zoned out. You did? did <laughs> yeah, you really? yeah, I swear to God. On what you were… <laughs> on the thing that you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a fake laugh, bro? I feel like you're faking it, man. <laughs> you dick. I forgot what I said. <laughs> Something about that you wanted to share. What was? I heard everything up until what you wanted to share. What was the thing that you wanted to share? <laughs> Dude, you're making my eyes water and shit. <laughs> um, See why I didn't pass any tests? All right. Good luck trying to teach me. Man. <laughs> What's the challenge for this week? No, I want to hear what you said though. You were going to share oh, something. Oh, um, what was I going to share? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you said you were gonna, you're working on something behind, you know, behind the scenes. Oh, and... yeah. The uh, the podcast um, with a couple of other hosts. Um, so we're Host? working on that. Hosts. Oh, okay. Hosts, yeah. Um, Just me and some hoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, we're going to be coming out. Uh, we're going to start recording this next couple weeks. So we'll be doing a few episodes back See, to back. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to get you to do because I know you have your own stuff going on. I want you to plug your, your info, you know. Use this as oh, yeah, a platform to plug that. So, I mean, I know you got your Dig Deep journey. Um, and then I know you got your podcast coming out, you know. And then everything else you do independently. So, and, I mean, where can they find you on uh, Instagram and stuff? Uh, or they could just go to vjinspires.com. But you're more on Facebook though. Uh no, not really. No? No. Do you are you like an avid poster? Um I their scheduled posts, so they go out. Oh really? You you're not yeah. even you don't even control I, it? I their scheduled posts. Because you don't I even do. like our own posts when I <laughs> when I post <laughs> shit that you're in. <laughs> I have to make sure the alert's on. Our but, podcast is so lame, the person that's on it doesn't even <laughs> no, like it. <laughs> no, 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 that's not even true. Look, I will I do go in there and I get the alerts when somebody comments on the post, though, and I will um, reply to comments, and I will. You don't do that for me. Talk to people. <laughs> I don't get the alerts. I got to set that up. I'm just playing. <laughs> so yeah, but go to <laughs> vjinspires.com. You could look at uh, look me up on Facebook at facebook.com. Uh, VJ Inspire uh, without the S. It's just VJ Inspire, and on Instagram, VJ Inspires, and LinkedIn as well, VJ Inspires. And then uh, our podcast is on PO3 Podcast. Just PO3. There's no, uh, you know, it's not a freaking acronym or anything. Just PO3 and then podcast. P the and letter then, O. Yeah, P the letter O and then three. And then um, on YouTube, 
I don't know where that was. This is on YouTube, but PO3, uh, PO3 podcast. It stands for Party of Three, you know. I've, but, you know, I got to start putting that in the title, Party of Three. But um, so for this week, um, we're going to do, you know, as we just started a weekly challenge segment. And uh, for this week, I want you guys to, you know, take the three, you know, walk the PO3 pathway with us. And um, so, yeah, self-love. But normally I started off with uh, giving the definition of stigma and then giving our acronym for stigma and stuff. And then having that be the incentive. Uh, you know, whatever stigma affected you the most, uh, use that as the incentive to walk the PO3 path with us, you know, and take the challenge. So um, the definition of stigma is a mark of disgrace associated with a person, a particular circumstance, quality, or quality. So what I want you guys to do is think about all the stigmas on mental illness that made you terrified to speak up about whatever it is. That's that's for you to figure out. So you fill in that blank, you know, you just think of whatever stigma affected you the most so that you give your all. The acronym is so that I give my all, but, you know, that's going to be you so that you give your all. And um, I, I do the same thing as well. You know, I take my own challenges and stuff. Um, but for this week, the challenge that I want you guys to do uh, is just simply go outside and take a walk. That's it. Because for me, that helps me a lot. If you're normally a recluse and you're in a state of depression or you're going through, you know, your, your normal life stuff, a big thing that helps is just getting outside, getting some fresh air. And just gathering your thoughts, you know. And sometimes nature helps out with that. Or wherever you live, you know. Just having some fresh air, you know. So yeah. I often take walks by myself. I love… Like whenever I call this guy or I call my friends or my cousins or stuff like that. Normally what I'm doing in those… During those times is I'm going outside and I'm taking a walk, you know. And you gotta… It's, it's also another element of… Of the environments of our world and our life and our connection. So it's also the environment of nature. So by taking, going out and taking your walks and being in nature, you're just kind of resetting yourself and in, in your spirituality in a sense, whether you believe it or not, um, or whether you realize it or not, it, it is happening. And it's, it, it's emotionally, physically, and mentally uh, satisfying for you to just go out and do that. So yeah, I'm for do me, that it tomorrow is. morning then. One yeah. Of the, yeah, one of the first things that, uh, when I got scheduled to go see the doctor before the doctor therapist, uh, one of the things that she recommended… About the doctor before that doctor. That, was that there's doctor no doctor before the doctor. Oh, okay. It's just the doctor and then the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that she recommended me that impacted me the most was take a walk. And that that was what set off my entire Maybe she was journey. kicking you out of the office. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> hey, hey take just a take a walk, bro. Just take a walk, bro. <laughs> Kick rocks, man. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking Go psycho. <laughs> I gotta spit something stupid in there. Huh? Uh, you always have to, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it impacted me the most, you know. And that's what kicked off my entire fitness journey was just that one walk. You know, I always say it. I lost 25 pounds in 60 days, you know. And it was all because it all started with one walk. You know, I gained 50 pounds. He, he gained 50 pounds in five days. <laughs> <laughs> it's all them fucking munchies, man. No. <laughs> I'm a, I, I've been trying to cut back on the snacks lately a lot. Because normally they like… Potato chips and anything that has sugar. But chips are my favorite. Like hot Cheetos. I love hot Cheetos. Just cut down. You can reward yourself. Have one once a week. Have, you know… Or even a little small little handful like this every day. No, nah, because then one. I can't just have a handful. I know. That's where discipline comes in though, you know, yeah. maybe. But altogether, what I do to avoid it is just I don't eat. I don't eat those those things or I won't buy it when I go to the store, you know. Um, that's what, you know, oftentimes like I don't keep stuff like that in my house. That's why I don't eat till like later on because there's really nothing else to eat other than the food you have to prepare and cook yourself. Oh, I love eating too. I love eating. I love baking. I love cooking. 
It just mm, I'm gonna bring some shit out here on the show. Yeah, what are you what are you gonna uh, what are you gonna Christmas bring off for the the? Because we're gonna do a Christmas segment and stuff. So I mean, you could bring, bring you could, you could bake something. Oh hell I'll have yeah, my uh, my my fiance bake something too. She likes to bake as well. She loves baking. Yeah, no, that's cool. I think everyone went through that phase, huh, during quarantine, like the baking phase. I think so. Yeah. Did you? I always bake though. Yeah, but like during the quarantine, did you really ramp it up? Actually, I I stopped baking. A lot more. That was weird because like… I remember going to the store and you could not find flour. Yeah, in the beginning yeah. of everything. You couldn't find flour. Or sh- you couldn't find sugar or yeast or anything like that. Or toilet paper. Or toilet paper. Yeah. Fucking idiots. So wrong thing to get. You know what? If you're going to go get something… Get salt. Pack up on salt because if anything ever goes to shit… And say Cover like your something, food. Something happens like really really bad. Even if you go hunting or if there's meat right there in the grocery store that you have to… Get real quick, whatever. You pour that salt on there, dry out that shit, and you got beef jerky and hydrated meats and that will last you for a long time. Give you some good protein. So to get the salt, fuck the toilet paper. You can wash your ass in the sink. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't get that. I was like, dude, I'll just take a shower, you know? <laughs> like, I'll just take a shower. I don't need to freaking wipe my fuck ass. <laughs> I'll wipe it in the shower, you know? Who gives a fuck, you know? I'll use a sock if it comes down to it, you know? Yeah, or I'll go out on the lawn. I'll just shit it. outside. I'll do what the dogs do. Yeah, exactly. Drag my ass on my ass lawn. <laughs> well, with that being said, this is that another episode sense. of the PO3 podcast. <laughs> You want to wrap it up, man? We're already an hour in. Yeah, of course. Hey, I love you guys. I just feel like your greatness. I feel like it wasn't that awesome. good because I was like, so my energy was down. Oh, you're fine. Quit bitching about it. You did good. I don't know. Should we start? You look better than you did. What do you mean? Like you're more energized. Oh yeah, but yeah, look how long yeah. it took to get to this point though—an hour. That's good. Yeah, because in the beginning it was like super. Like I was like, damn, I kind of don't want to. I I wanted like I was gonna do it anyway. We we're gonna record, but I didn't feel like it. You know, I could deep tell. down. Yeah, deep down, I was just. I was hoping you didn't show up. <laughs> just don't come. Just don't come. I don't want to be your friend. That way it give me no. That way it gives You're me an excuse today. not to do it. You know. Yeah. No. But anyway, man. Uh, I'm glad we did. It's been, it's been good helps. talking to you, and uh, I appreciate you being here for me and stuff, Preach. and hearing me out. I appreciate. I appreciate you, my brother, and I appreciate your what is it, your uncle who. Oh! Oh! Yeah! See that? Okay. So we wanted to give a big shout out together to Luhan Gaming, which. Uh, he was courteous enough and kind enough to allow us to post clips of our podcast on his channel. And it's a gaming channel. So he had, you know, he didn't have to do that. It just came from his heart, you know. And he was just trying to be nice. And he supports everybody. Um, as long as you, you know, you show him, you know, some love. And you you make bring nothing but positivity to his channel. He's going to do the same thing for you. And uh, he's got… He's on his way to 10,000 subscribers right now. He's got 9K. Um… And so, congratulations to him for that. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're awesome. Yeah, so Luhan Gaming, we just want to give you a big shout out. And uh, hopefully, we could do something together one of these days. But uh, we we do appreciate you. So Yes, very much so. The love, brother. But yeah, man. So, I think that's it. Yeah, hey, let's get out of here. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you, my brother. We'll see you You're guys. Awesome, uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. So, I'm Victor Jr. My name is Marcus Mark. We are the PO2 Podcast.